1: Good morning, welcome to today's program, the um, Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. And um, today, we are going to, I'm going to continue with the book of Hebrews well, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to continue with Deuteronomy 32. And I'm going to go to the book of Hebrews. And I will also um, just interject to begin with. I want to use Amos 3.3. 3, and with uh, Amos, Amos stated if two people walk together without having the same destination if they walk together not having a plan on what route they're going to take then uh... they're not going to achieve perfectly the intended uh, what, what they their, their destination they're going to miss mark and I I know that I have discussed this that with the uh, churches in America they have not the churches have uh, have gone they're wide They're. I'm trying to develop trying to figure out how I'm going to develop this um the body of christ in america doesn't is not does not have the same vision the vision that the churches have it's uh they're very there is no understanding of the plan that God has for the believers presently. And because of that, the church is scattered. There's no vision, the people perish, the people are uh, straying from God. There is a tool that God has always used. Get his people to begin to walk in step, to have an objective, same object, same, the same objective. And the tool God has always used is hardship or tribulation. And this is what it's going to take for the churches of God to begin to pay attention to what is happening in the world to begin to return to God and let's face it we in America in the evangelical churches in America we are apostate the great apostasy we're not waiting for it to come to descend upon us we are in that great apostasy that Paul in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 stated would occur, and all of the other references in the Scripture in the Old Testament, the New Testament, about the period of time at the end of the world, prior to the second return of Jesus Christ, that how there would be apostasy in Israel, there would be apostasy in the churches, all seven of the lampstands. And in all of the lampstands, there was an admonition to overcome, to be victorious, to engage. Hardship, tribulation, distress, that gets the Christian body to wake up. But in the in this time in which we live, even that is even that tool. Uh, God is going to have to. The tribulation is just the beginning. In the great tribulation in Matthew chapter twenty-four. The great tribulation, by the time that the great tribulation hits, the world, then the Christian people will be fully awake but it will be too late the Christians that are overcoming the Christians that have an ear to hear these believers will have the advantage they'll have the advantage in life in their daily living they'll have an advantage spiritually because they will begin to grow roots deeper into the Lord. Tribulation, hardship is coming. The uh, pastors of the land, it's going to be difficult for these pastors to be united on a single thought. It's going to be the children in the assemblies, the children of God are the ones that are really going to wake up. They're the ones that are going to be really the leaders in the hardship to come. It won't be necessarily the uh, men in responsible positions. They may wake up. Those that do wake up, they will give direction to the... The ones that are faithful will give direction to the children in the assemblies but many of the children in the assemblies they will wake up and they will begin to take a lead I guess you could say now I'm going to go to I'm I'm going to continue with uh, Deuteronomy chapter 32 Moses' last Presentation, song, warning, plea to the children of Israel about what, where they'd come from, who God was, their God, their rock, their, what they were in disobedience, not so much in obedience, but more so in disobedience. And hardships that would come to them and I'm going to begin with uh, verse 15 Israel and I say this was to Israel but it is also to the body of Christ in the all seven churches all of the lampstands but especially to the evangelical Christians in America Israel or church this is what the Lord says who made you who formed you in your mother's body in your womb I grew fat or they grew fat they were fat they were fully bloated they were firm they left abandoned the God who made them We in America, Evangelical Christians, we have had the best of all the seven churches. We've lived in a nation where there's been a great economy. There's been, we can, if we are willing to work, whatever we desire, basically, we can attain to some degree those dreams or desires. But because of the culture, because of the ease in the culture, because of material materialism, entertainment, we have grown just like Israel. They grew fat, bloated, firm, and they abandoned the God who made them They rejected the rock that saved them. In America, we have become apostate. The churches are apostate. That is just the fact. Wealth does that. They made God jealous with foreign gods serving different gods, not being faithful to the God that purchased you, that washed away your sins. They made God jealous. They made Him angry with all of their idolatry, with all of their abominations. And one of the abominations in the book of Revelation Chapter 3 to the Laodicean Church is you're lukewarm. Lukewarm. In other words, God is basically insignificant. All we know about God. We speak great things about God. But in reality, we don't really serve Him. They made sacrifices to demons, not to God. They made sacrifices to other gods that they had never known. There, in the churches, the gods that the present day believers worship are not the same gods that were worshipped 100 years ago, 200 years ago. this nation as a culture has slipped into the occult many of the Christians have slipped into the occult and they don't even know it and one of the subtle uh, one of the subtle most subtle aspects of the occult is what we call the new age movement it's a movement where There's some latitude to worship as you wish. But when it comes to worship in the Scripture, in the New Testament, worship is narrow. True worship is very narrow. It must be done in spirit. It must be done in righteousness, in holiness, in reverence, in fear, And many people take worship casual. It's just a casual thing. Eh, we'll just sing. And their minds are far away, thinking about the coming week, thinking about the past week. And they're singing a song, but there's no focus on Christ, on God. Another thing with Christians is many, many believers in America and the churches, another form of apostasy is that there's no reality. No reality. God, yes, I know about God, but I don't have deep, deep experience of God. Uh, Things are happening in my life, but I don't know if it's God or if it's the devil or if I've committed a sin. I don't have any reality. I don't know why these things are happening to me. And because these things are happening to me, I'm going to take a vacation. I'm going to just put God all... Right now, my spiritual walk with the Lord, I need to put it on hold. It's not really... I can just take a little break. Well, uh, in the kingdom of Satan, there is no such thing as taking a break. In the kingdom of darkness... There is no R&R. There is no going AWOL. But in the churches, with the churches, the Christian people, they just go AWOL. They're absent without leave. That doesn't happen in the occult. In the occult, uh, it's always in, they're always engaged. They're always moving forward. Because sin, there is pleasure in sin. And these people in the occult, they love to sin. They love new, deeper experiences and all the evil that they do. And apostasy, uh, we hear that word, that thought, we get an understanding to a degree what that means, but we don't know the seriousness of it. We don't realize the consequences of apostasy. You're drifting. You're drifting away. The further away you get from things of God, the experiences of God, the further you drift from the Holy Spirit, the further you drift, the less the Holy Spirit is involved in your life daily. The more you drift, the less you depend on the Holy Spirit to help you with with uh, decisions, to make decisions, to give you direction. The more you drift, the more you depend on yourself, on your own abilities. The more that you drift, uh, the more blind you become. And then what happens is you're drifting, you just find somebody that you like to listen to, and you let them carry the load. You don't want to engage, you don't want to read your Bible, you let someone else chew the food for you, like we used to do with children, you would chew, and then after you have somewhat softened up whatever you're going to feed them, then you let them eat it. This is the way God has to do it with us when we're young in the Lord. He he, uh, gives us what we can handle. But, as time goes on, because the world is real, God has to take us to, I call it, different atmospheres. Like if you're going diving in the ocean. You go down, I forget what it is, six feet or eight feet, there's another atmosphere. Well, God God is deep, and deep calleth unto deep. God is calling His people at this time, in the last 10 years, in the last decade, I think we're even less than 10 years before the return of Christ. Less than 10 years, the uh, Armageddon is going to begin to... We're, already, China is preparing for Armageddon. Xi Jinping is already preparing China to move west. And we can see it. Already, Russia... Is preparing the armies of Russia and the military, and God's going to turn Russia around from the direction she's going. Russia is is spending quite a bit of time in Ukraine, but God is going to turn Russia according to Ezekiel chapter 38, 39. Russia is going to come south, and we believers in the that study prophecy, we are aware. That the uh, battlefields, uh, we're aware that what we're seeing, all the indicators are telling us that very shortly Russia is going to invade Israel, not the, the present land of Israel on the west side of the Jordan River, but the east side. It's very intricate, the prophecies. They're very uh, intricate, specific, detailed as to what God is going to do when China comes, when Russia drops down, when that great war of Russia with the other nations, Iran, Turkey. When they come, many Christians are going to be deceived, believing that that is Armageddon that Armageddon has begun. It's going to be a fairly short war, and Armageddon, they're going to think, has been over, and they're going to think, okay, now we're close to the Millennial Kingdom. Uh-uh. No, that war takes place seven and a half, seven and a half years roughly before Armageddon. Seven to seven and a half years prior to Armageddon. That war takes place just before the tribulation or at the time that the first half of the tribulation begins and many Bible teachers they don't know exactly the sequence they don't know does Russia invade during the first half of the tribulation or before the tribulation and then does it take war? Does that war take place when Antichrist is in power or before Antichrist comes to power? And many of the Bible teachers, they're still trying to, to figure out whether Antichrist comes from the Church of Rome, the Middle East, Prince Charles, or if the Antichrist actually comes from the United States of America. If the vision, if there is not accurate vision, the people perish. They're scattered in their thinking. They're scattered in their doctrine. They're scattered in their beliefs. But Christ gave prophecy to be the map, the Google map, if you want to use the modern term terminology. It's a Google map showing you exactly the sequence And the steps that God is intended to take as He moves into the last decade, into the ninth year, the eighth year, the seventh year, six, five, four, three, two, and then in the final year, and in that final year, the last 35 days, it breaks it down. When the tribulation begins, we're in the last, we're in the eighth, eighth year, roughly. Late seven, early eighth year, and then it's going to be a countdown: three and a half years, three and a half years, which is seven years, and then you've got uh, seventy-five days following the great tribulation, the end of that. The Holy Spirit is. I know that in Ezekiel, it said that he's wetting his sword. He's polishing the edge of his sword, and it's very interesting the way that he whets it. He makes sure that everybody sees that he is running the edge of that blade over a whetting stone. He makes it very clear that he's. He's not doing it just to put it on a wall to let it sit. He's wetting that stone because He is preparing for war. And presently, Yahweh Sabaoth, the Lord of hosts, the Lord of God's armies, is wetting His stone and the prophets, the true prophets that understand Or the prophets that understand. There are many prophets. I'll say this. There are many prophets in America. They do not pay attention to the prophetic word. It's weird and strange. They don't pay attention to the prophetic word. They like to go out and prophesy and give words to people. Which is important and we should do that. They give words to people that don't know the Lord. They give words to Christians that are believers but they don't know the prophecies in the Bible. They don't know where America sits. They don't know where Antichrist comes from. They don't know much about the tribulation. The tribulation in itself, just the seven years of tribulation, forget the uh, time of wrath after the tribulation, they don't study just the tribulation. They don't study the period of time before the tribulation. There's a period of time before the Tribulation where great things happen. So, we're going to go to a break for the bottom of the hour. I'll be back in a few minutes. I'll give you... uh, uh, I'll just visit with you then and contact information. We'll be right back. This is Rick Rodriguez, host of The Present Truth, Monday through Friday, 2 to 3. Topics, American World Hegemony, The New World Order, Secret Societies, One World Religion, Weather Warfare, International Wars, Transhumanism. Join me, 1360
2: KHNC. Hey folks, The Rev here. When the economy collapses, so will society. Martial law will rule but the protectors will become the looters and thieves. The future will be merciless. Prepare yourself now. Join the Rev for the best urban survival training available today. Call KHNC 970-587-5003 to reserve a seat now. That's 970-587-5003.
3: Power surges and lightning bolts can cause damage to your electronic devices. A EMP attack can fry everything, leaving everyone looking like the Flintstones. Yee, abba, dabba, but don't let that happen. Go to EMPShield.com and enter KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield can keep you secure and running when no one else can. American-made electronic protection. Again, put KHNC in the promo box.
4: EMPShield.com <laughs> The complete website is TehuboTeaClub.com or call us at 818-610-8088, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-610-8088, TehuboTeaClub.com.
5: Most people think they can't afford to invest in gold and silver. But at the Patriot Trading Group, we believe that everyone should have the opportunity to own hard assets. That's why we created our Preferred Metals Program. You can get started for as little as $100 a month. Go to allamericangold.com and click on our preferred metals icon to learn how you can get started today. Or call us at 800-951-0592, the Patriot Trading Group, allamericangold.com. Hi,
6: Hi everybody. Glenn Tate, co-host of
7: Prepping
8: 2.0.
9: Shelby Gallagher here. Join us Saturdays at 9 a.m.
7: Right here on 1360 KHNC.
9: Where we bring you great ideas to take your preps to the next level.
10: Happy day, happy day, oh when Jesus oh when he
4: when Jesus my
1: Okay, uh, my contact information is all. Uh, Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. I I forget to give out that information. Apologize for that. And for everyone that is supporting me, and thank you. Thank you, thank you. I really appreciate it. I, I do work, but the support that comes in helps me immensely. Also, your prayers. Thank you. I know that uh, I know that without prayer, there's not going to be any road built from your life and forward. Prayer lays the road ahead of you. And I tell people that we pray about things, and then all of a sudden we realize that things are happening around us, and we are in prayer. We are right dead center in the hand of God answering prayer. I thank you for the prayer. Pray your prayers. Thank you. Uh, don't pray in the soul. Don't pray in the flesh. Pray in spirit. And thank you for your spirit, your your prayers, and thank you for your uh, support. Now, um, as I began the program, I I have like four directions to go, and I'm I'm really trying to feel what direction trying to get a sense which direction is the most important. And I, I just felt like, you know, the Lord told me that, um, I'll give you an example. There is a storm coming. And we, I, I will sit, talk, speak for myself and others who are faithful uh, men that have been given responsible in the body of Christ, in the evangelical churches, We know the seriousness of the Christian walk. We have, we are aware. We understand the seriousness of walking in Christ and growing and learning and learning the personality of God and learning His ways. It's, it's vital. And we, uh, also know that the children of God, the things that come to keep them, to to sidetrack them, to move them away from their walk with the Lord. And to walk with the Lord means we think, well, it's just to walk with the Lord, I'm walking with the Lord every day. No, it's much deeper than that. God designs things in your life daily weekly monthly he designs things just for you to teach you things that are vital for you because as you move into time you're going to end up in situations and scenarios where you're going to need the experience past experience to be able to make decisions Um, and you, these experiences that God has planned for you, if you are maybe dilly dallying, you're, you're, you're just not in the right frame of mind and you don't, you're not aware that God is trying to teach you something, show you something then He's going to have to come back at a later date and take you through that experience again. And one of the ways that God will catch your attention is through hardship, through pain, suffering. He uses it to cause you to grow. But at the same time, He's trying to teach you something so that you don't keep making the same mistake time and time again. He's always making you grow a tree A tree never, ever just coasts for a year or two. No, the growing season of that tree may not be as, uh, you know, he may not grow one year. Uh, One year he may, the tree may really, you can tell by the rings of the trees, the tree may have adequate sun, moisture, and that tree will grow the next year, maybe not as much. It's the same with us. We're just like the trees. We always grow, but either we grow incrementally or we grow in a, in a wonderful way. But nevertheless, we always grow. Even if you think, in a sense, you're sitting still, you're not. If you're moving away from God, you're still going to learn. You're still going to have some lessons. You're, gonna, you're still in school. But uh, you're not going to learn what you need to learn, and you're going to have to go through it again. You don't want to do that. You want to learn, but you have to be a good student. You can't know everything. Uh, You have to be, you know, blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are those that don't know everything. Blessed are those that realize that every day you're going to have to learn something new. There are periods of time in my life where I get to a point where I'm thinking, wow. I pretty much have a good grasp of certain things and it's just exactly at that time then the next day I realize I really have a good grasp of things but I forgot I don't have grasp, a good grasp of other things. So this keeps you poor. This keeps you teachable. So I'm trying to decide how to begin the program what is the most important for god's children there is a storm coming there is a storm like the world has never experienced the world has experienced wars things of this nature forever but where there is a storm coming that christ talks about that is a storm the world has never ever experienced and it's not just a nation. It's not just the children of Israel. This is not just the body of Christ. This storm that's coming is going to affect every man, woman, and child, the beasts of the field, the trees, the fish of the sea. You don't think it's going to affect the fish of the sea? The fish of the sea are affected when Russia comes to invade Israel with the other na- nations. It says that the fish... Even the fish are totally aware of what is happening. So the whole creation is going to be aware of what is coming. And here's the people that are prophetic people that don't study prophecy. They are going to be caught. And uh, the tide is going to go out and they're not going to go out with the tide and their ship is going to be stuck in the mud until the next tide comes in. And I remember my wife and I, we would be in Colorado and there'd be a storm coming in from the west. We'd have to look. Do we need to go I-70 west? Then the storm is hitting there in, in Utah. Do we have to drop south from... Uh, Uh, Grand Junction, or should we take I-25 South and take uh, go into Albuquerque and then go west? We had to pick different routes. Well, there's a storm coming, and this morning I'm trying to decide what is going to be the most advantageous uh, thought what, what can I deliver that is going to be the most advantageous for this group? You cannot save your fellow Christians that do not want to be saved. You have family members or you have parents or you have those around you. You're fervent for the Lord and you want to just take, grab everybody and, and move them forward, forward with you. Hopefully, if God gives you the wisdom, you can make a big difference in their lives. You can help them. You can help uh, give them direction, open their eyes, give them hope through the through the Holy Spirit. But then there comes a point where there is a like I always mention. Isaiah said there was a remnant. Then there's a small remnant, and then there's a residue. And there were the crowds and there were groups that followed Christ and then there it would end up there would just be the disciples and a small company of people. But don't become a victim trying to help other people and you become a victim and it hinders you in your growth. No. Your responsibility is to you follow the Lord as he leads you you as he makes a request you obey him you you are a purchased item you're purchased through the death of Jesus Christ through his shed blood you belong to him you follow him wherever he's taking you and you be effective If you're salt and light, you will be effective in the world in which the micro world in which you are a part of. You will be effective to people around you. They may not like you. They may persecute you. They may speak bad things about you. They may try to be vindictive to stop you. Irregardless, you continue. And your growth is essential. And this is the principle with the overcomers to the seven churches. The principle with these overcomers is nothing stops them. And then Revelation chapter 14, it talks about these virgins. It's not talking about people that have never had sex. That, that's just a religious thought. No, it's talking about those who are old, young, married, unmarried, uh, throughout the swing of either children, young men, or fathers in the body of Christ. The principle is, these are they that follow the Lamb whithersoever he goeth. You follow the Lord where he takes you to go. I mean, there is to be a... a, um, There is a structure in the body of Christ. There is a structure of authority. Many Christians don't like that. They don't like that thought that there's a structure. It's too bad. There is a structure. There are those that have abilities to be captains over a 100, over 50s, over 10. It depends on the abilities that God has given you. But if you have the ability to oversee 10 people, Oversee ten people. Don't think, Well, I have I'm naturally gifted, I can oversee fifty. Because once you get to that place where you're in a position to oversee fifty, you're gonna think, Well, I think I can oversee a hundred. This is the fallen nature of man there is there are those that are qualified. To be, uh, have responsibility over the souls of men, over a hundred men. Some, again, 50, some 10. Now, with which direction there's a storm coming, and to get to this storm, number one, you have to see that the storm is coming. You have to believe it. And the Holy Spirit needs to reveal it to you. And if you don't see the storm that I present to you that's coming, a tribulation, if you don't see it, there's nothing I can do about it. I am not the one who dispenses revelation. I present what I see. That's all I do. God is the one. Christ is the one who opens your eyes. He's the one who gives you the vision. It's His responsibility. But on your part, your responsibility is to be humble enough and to fear God enough to consider, well, I should pay attention to this. Maybe this is true. Maybe there is a storm coming. A storm that is like no other storm that has ever hit mankind before. There was a storm that hit in the days of Noah, but even that storm is not going to be like this storm. This storm, uh, fire is coming to punish those people, the evil children that are destroying the creation and destroying mankind. the prophetic scriptures its the scriptures and the prophecy and the prophecies they're detailed they're intricate they're clear you have to learn how to interpret every child of god everyone you have the holy spirit the holy spirit can teach you and at the same time the lord is given in the body of christ men who have studied, and they've presented what they see, and then we go to filter through what they have seen. We filter through it, and we, at least I do, and then I find out, okay, this fits with all the other scriptures, or this doesn't fit with all the other scriptures. One thing that does not fit is in the scriptures King Charles being the Antichrist. He may be an Antichrist, may be Antichrist in his, his uh, life, and in his thinking, and his philosophy, but is he the individual? And there are even those that don't believe there will be a person Antichrist that will be one individual person that is known as the son of perdition. They don't believe that. They believe that it's a collective only. It's just a spirit. There are people that think this way. But the scriptures and the study in the Old Testament and the New Testament, and there are many who don't like the Old Testament. No. Both testaments, pre-Christ, post-Christ, are vital, are valuable, are needed the prophets and what the prophets in the pre-Christ writings stated, these men were ordained by God to document things in the periods in which they lived. This was for the benefit of the children of Israel at the time and is for our benefit presently. They spoke of an individual who would come. Called him one term, is the idle shepherd. He's called the Assyrian meaning that the coming Antichrist would be most likely he would have uh, uh, his race would be dual not just not just the white or Anglo but possibly Arab or, or that nature I gotta go to a break hold on
11: Hi, my name is Vince with Serenity Painting and Decorating. Since 2010, painting residential and commercial location. For a free estimate, please call Vince Rivera at 970-978-9565. Please ask about our free window cleaning after paint service. Again, 970-978-9565.
6: Hey guys, Tommy with Revo Knives. Wanted to let you know that we're bringing our knives laser engraved here for 1360 KHNC. You can pick them up at 2 South Parish Avenue here in Johnstown at their radio station. They're laser engraved with their logo. We're really proud to partner with them and have our Revo Knives on display, all for you guys to carry with your EDC rotation. Certainly can't underestimate the quality or the value you get for the money. Stop by and see them today, or pick one up at RevoKnives.com.
1: Okay, we're finishing hour one of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. Again, I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. And contact information is uh, Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80501. I forgot to mention that uh, these programs are on podcast. And uh, 1360KHNC.com and then to the podcast section for the Olive Tree Program. I also host the Present Truth Program Monday through Friday, 2 to 3. And those are, again, on podcast, along with uh, all the other hosts on the station. So, uh, the what is coming, the, the apostate Christians will not pay attention to what is coming. They don't care. The apostate Christians... Don't know prophecy. They don't want to know prophecy. They don't want to. Uh, they want things to be festive. They want things to be joyous. You know, we want to be. We want. We don't want to talk about negative things. This is part of the social gospel uh, talk or spirit that has gone into the body of Christ and the evangelical churches in America. It is a. Uh, uh, it is a social gospel. It is Christ loves you. He loves you. He loves you. He would never let anything har, har, uh, harm come to you. Uh, he wants you to be well. He wants you to be fed. He wants you to be clothed. He wants you to be prosperous. This, this is a Gnostic gospel. This is a non-Christian uh, gospel. There is good news. The good news is that God, through Christ, has brought peace to the world and peace to everybody individually but Christ said there's going to be hardship there's going to be difficulty there's going to be stress tribulation in life and the world the years prior to his return in the last decade it's going to be a time of immense hardship it's going to be a time of great distress uh, Luke it in verse in chapter 21 i think it's verse 25 that there will be a time of perplexities that word is used only one time by christ it will be there will be perplexities meaning things will happen with no answer no solution there will be conundrums there will be just no way to get across a lake a river there won't be able to get you won't be able to have a way to get across a chasm there's just no solution and the world cannot offer will not offer will not have the wisdom to offer solutions there was a famine coming in the time of joseph and there was a solution god trained a young man to interpret vision, visions and dreams and pharaoh in, he interprets a dream for pharaoh in genesis the book of genesis and there was a solution but there's not going to be solutions for many things presently. This We're in a time of perplexities. And um, so we're going to uh, come back after this break for the hour two of today's program. Again, I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. The program is the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. Podcasts are on 1360khnc.com to the podcast section. We'll be back after the break khnc is proud to carry
2: my kind cbd products products include cocoa top shelf tinctures hemp salve moisturizing lotions and retinol cream they also have pet tincture and hemp shampoo for a healthy coat and skin to see all the cbd products we carry visit the station at two south parish or check us out online go to 1360khnc.com click on the shop button
5: you're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins.
8: Hi, Bob Cambrin here with WaterWorks. All water has impurities. Clean, healthy water without chemicals and other impurities is foundational for a healthy body. At WaterWorks, we provide long-term solutions to make your water safe and ideal for as little as $25 per month. Call or text today, Bob Cambrin, 303-888-8891, 303-888-8891. Power
3: surges and lightning bolts can cause damage to your electronic devices. A EMP attack can fry everything, leaving everyone looking like the Flintstones. (coughs) But don't let that happen. Go to EMPShield.com and enter KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield can keep you secure and running when no one else can. American-made electronic protection. Again, put KHNC in the promo box. EMPshield.com
10: Hi, Chad here with Liberty Communications. Do you have an outdated phone system? Is your service with a large carrier that doesn't care about you? Are you sick and tired of waiting on hold only to be routed to a call center out of the country? Then you need our help. We answer our phones live and know our clients by name. Let us provide your company a no-charge phone and internet evaluation. Call 720-399-0233 or learn more at libertybts.com.
9: Come sail the Mardi Gras and have the time of your life with Cruise Planners, the easiest and best way to plan your cruise. The Mardi Gras Cruise, February 13th through 25th, is a great way to escape the noisiness of life and enjoy the ocean with amazing attractions and fun for everyone on and off the boat. Contact them at 970-578-9779 or milehighcruiseplanners.com. Again, 970-578-9779 or milehighcruiseplanners.com. Reserve your space today.
8: Blue
13: Dragon Spa in Longmont, Colorado, 1811 Hoover Street, 720 A new spa started by Steve, the Red Pill Truth Guy, and his wife, Valentina. Drop by.
14: We offer manicure and pedicure, facial, and more.
13: We have new, state-of-the-art equipment, and we use the best materials available. Yeah, give us a call. 720 492 We're at 1811 Hover Street in Longmont, Colorado.
8: Everything very good. Just come in and dry it.
11: Doctors say you should have your colon checked often. I'm not a doctor, but if you don't have your gun cleaned regularly, it'll get filled with crap too. And when it breaks, it could cost you your family. Don't let it happen to you. Go see My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. Give me a call or shoot me a text at 970 776 0258. That's My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. 970 776 0258.
5: 1360 KHNC is proud to announce our partnership with My Kind CBD.
7: Do you have a 401k sitting with a previous employer or various IRAs and don't know what to do with them? Look no further. My name is Joey Jaquint, and I work with Northwestern Mutual. I take the time to educate you on all your options, making sure you pay the lowest fees possible while taking advantage of any and all tax options as well. It can be very frustrating not knowing how your money is working for you or what your money is even being invested in. Together, we will develop a philosophy for how your money will work for you with complete transparency. On top of that, I will be constantly rebalancing your portfolio every quarter, making sure we are always popular diversified in the market. I take pride in making sure my clients are always taken care of. Again, I'm Joey Jaquint, and you can reach me at my cell phone number, 602-909-9048. Again, my number is 602-909-9048. And I'm always a call or text away.
2: A soldier in Afghanistan whose neck had been deeply sliced by shrapnel had a pressure bandage applied for several hours, but no clot had formed. The pressure bandage was removed, bleed stop was applied, and within two minutes, the bleeding had completely stopped. Bleed stop. Safe in the wound? Find bleed stop on the KHNC website. Simply click on the bleed stop button at the top of the page.
0: The views and opinions expressed on thirteen sixty KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network.
1: Greetings, welcome back to the second hour of today's Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. And uh, I will uh, later give out contact information. But for right now, I'm going to continue with what I was covering on the first hour. There is a storm coming to the world. And this storm is like no storm ever in the history of mankind. It is called a time of sorrows, a time of tribulation, Of great tribulation and of the wrath of God and then the return of Christ a second time and that uh, is in the book of Matthew chapter 24 it's kind of a there are two things that happen in chapter 24 firstly Christ tells the disciples that the temple is going to be destroyed that is finished. That thought is done within just the first few verses. That they he Christ immediately moves away from the thought of the temple being destroyed to the last decade before his return. Yes, it can be the last hundred years, the last off throughout the the uh, last two thousand years, but it is much more specific than that. It is much. Uh, It's detailed and and presented in a way where you cannot say that the Great Tribulation is playing out in the last 2,000 years. No. The Great Tribulation plays out in roughly the last uh, three and a half plus maybe two months before Christ's return. Then the three and a half years before the Great Tribulation, which is called Tribulation, you cannot say that's throughout the last 2,000 years. No, it is specific to that seven-year period of time, which is followed by a 75-day period of time. So, no, that is in the last decade. That's like seven and a half years, roughly, in the last decade then you have the time before the tribulation which is the time of sorrows and birth pains it's a time where it's great warning that something is going to happen something there's something is going to be delivered into the world that is very serious and that that time before the tribulation there are things that happen in that time that do not happen in the first half of the tribulation. The Antichrist, just before the tribulation begins, he must resume power once again in America. He must be in place as a uh, leader in this country. During that time of sorrows and birth pains, I believe that that's when the Russian war, the Gog-Magog war, takes place. Uh, In that time before the Tribulation, Israel uh, is going to have a war with the terrorist groups that surround Israel. That takes place not in the first half of the Tribulation, it takes place before the Tribulation begins. And for those that are not familiar with Tribulation, what I'm talking about, there will be seven years of hardship. And those seven years are divided in half. The first half called tribulation, a second half called great tribulation. And before that seven year begins, there are these events that must take place, that must occur before that seven year period begins. I present it... Uh, the, way, the, in the way that I present it is because I see it clearly you have a pre-tribulation tribulation. So it, you could say the time of sorrows and birth pains. It's a hardship. We're in that time right now. The indicators are what has happened here in the last two and a half years roughly with this matter of the initial virus, the vaccinations, the wars that are that war presently with Russia, uh, the conflict in Ukraine, China, Presently, there's going to be conflict in Asia, China, Taiwan. The people of Taiwan have just decided they want to basically rejoin China's control. And many of the children of God, the born-again, true born-again evangelical Christians, are not paying attention. They don't want to pay attention it's too stressful whenever a, a boat has a hole in it whenever you're out in a let's say you're out in a in a, a canoe and you hit something and you puncture that that bottom the floor of the canoe you better pay attention to it oh it's too distressing i don't want to pay attention to it oh i don't it's negative it's negative. That's the Christian Christian thought nowadays. Uh, that's too negative. 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 Negativity. Well, there are some things that are negative, like uh, having a heart attack. That's negative. That's the most serious negative thing that can happen to an individual. Well, you better pay attention to it. No, I don't want to pay attention to it because it's negative. This is the Christian lingo, the Christian thought in america we are to have nice homes we are to have the best jobs we are god's children we should expect the best we don't want to speak negative things there are some things that definitely negatively that are spoken that you don't want to accept oh you're going to die because you 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 you're going to die a young you're going to die young god is going to punish you and you're going to die young well, if that's not a true prophetic word, I would break the power of that type of speaking. I can't even get into that. It's too new. There's I'd spend the next thirty minutes just talking about the type of things that Christians consider to be negative. Oh, I don't want to hear that we're gonna have tribulation, we're gonna go into a hard time. I don't want to hear, you know, no. If there's a hole on the floor of the canoe, you better pay attention to that hole. You better find a way to stop the uh, uh, water, the 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 rupture. Somehow, you know, take care of it because you're going to sink. The last decade before Christ's return, just the thought is not in the mentality of most Christians just the thought that we are in the last decade we are in the last decade there's no doubt about it Uh, I have time and and I've had the time through 50 years of being in Christ to look at what all that has been said about Antichrist all that has been said about tribulation, a pre-trib rapture Or a post-trib rapture or a multi-trib rapture. I've I've been around to be able to study and to hear what people say about these different matters. America's not in the Bible. America is going to be is the wilderness. All the nations are going to flee to the wilderness in the time of Antichrist. Well, if they flee to America in the time of Antichrist, Uh, they have just come on to Antichrist's kingdom. And all these people coming from all the nations of the world, if they knew they were coming to the land of Antichrist, I think they would try to think differently. I think they might have a change of heart. They might decide to, uh, you know, I don't think I'm going to go there. And for the Christians that think, well, Antichrist is the Pope in the Vatican... Well, no. The Catholic Church is the Church of Thyatira. It's the first. It's the fourth church. No, anti. The, the popes. Many of the popes may have been antichrist in their philosophy, and their thinking, in their doctrine. But no, the Catholic Church is one of the lampstands of God, in spite of the idolatry, the. Uh, worship of the saints, the worship of Mary, in spite of all the idolatry, the praying for the dead. Once you're dead, you're dead. There's no prayer for the dead. It is appointed man to live once, and then judgment. No, you can't pray for the dead. Anybody that prays for the dead, or anybody that says that that the person that passed away is looking down on us, no. That individual, if he's a believer is resting in paradise in the heart of the earth. In Abraham's bosom, in the heart of the earth, he's there, sleeping, waiting to be raised from the dead. Nobody's looking down, praying for us. The Holy Spirit is the only Christ. He's interceding for us, on behalf of the Father, revealing to us God's will. But no, there's no prayer for the dead. Now, the... Uh, the other religions, the Asian religions, the ancient religions, they do pray for the dead. The Catholics pray for the dead. No, this is a cult. This comes from the uh, Eastern mystic mysticism, the religions of the Far East. There's no prayer for the dead. The dead are dead. Once you're dead, you're dead. No prayer is going to help you. The prayers that help you are while you're alive. But there's no prayer for the dead. And those that that have the thought that your deceased ones are looking down on you and still involved with your life, doing things for you to help you, that is not the people that passed away. That is spirits. That are other, other invisible powers. And that concept, this is why the teachings of christ are so vital they show you the truth about matters and the in the church the churches of galatia they started picking up this gnostic alternative you know uh, alternatives to christ well you know christ the ways of christ are too narrow too narrow Uh, those teachings are just... We have other philosophies. And, you know, these other philosophies are, are good. Believe these other philosophies. No, what did Paul say? We have to find out the philosophies that we believe, compare those philosophies' thoughts to the Bible, and let the Bible wash your mind from demonic thinking demonic thinking there's so much evil in the churches of god i cannot begin to tell you i could tell you right now one thing that i i it's just it's just too vile within what's happening in in Israel in the religious world in Israel the hatred of their messiah is unimaginable the hatred of yeshua yeshua the hatred of jesus christ the hatred of christianity is unbelievable and this is exactly what christ true true christianity or true the uh, the Lord Jesus Himself, as the King of Israel. The hatred of the name Jesus or Yeshua, or Christian. You can't imagine. Israel is a apostate. It is a as a nation as a culture. It is a apostate, apostate. And the scriptures. I look at the scriptures, the prophetic scriptures. There are. Some scriptures in throughout the Bible that talk about Israel as a people, as a race, as the seed of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Then you have the prophecies directly to the body of Christ, to the born-again people. Then you have prophecies that are to those that are neither Christian or Jewish. They're just the nations of the world. Prophecies about the nations of the world. And most Christians do not know how to discern what prophecies are for Israel, the elect of God, what prophecies are for apostate Israel, what prophecies are for the churches and the two children in the churches, Jewish and Gentile, and the apostasy within the evangelical churches and the seven churches of God, the lampstands. There's so much to cover. And there I made a comment in the last hour that there will come a point, and we are at that point now, where the Children of God have have abandoned God to the point where they don't want to even they don't even want you to tell them about the Lord. Even though they're born again, they don't want to know. They want to be left alone. There's nothing you can do to help them. I remember when I began my ministry, it was like within the first week of my beginning my ministry in 2001, June the 2nd. A brother came to me that was going to replace my wife and I. We'd been working with the pastor, and the Lord had told me to go ahead and begin my ministry, and that meant that I was going to have to begin my own work. And I'd been helping a pastor down in uh, East Denver with children. And we loved it, but the Lord finally told me, okay. Begin your ministry. Uh, you need to go out on your own. And you've helped the men that I've asked you to help in the past, all these pastors and these churches. You've done what I've asked. But now you're going to minister, and I'll take you and show you where to go and what to do. Well, a brother came up to me, and he says, Rick, he said uh, he was really excited. He and his wife were both excited that uh, we were going to start go off on our own and he said but I want to give you I want to give you some counsel he says brother he says be careful because the devil is going to send drainers and he said that's what I call them we call them in that prophetic world that he was part of drainers they will come to take your time to take your energy They will come to, and they won't offer. There will be nothing. And the devil will just send them to occupy you, and you can't change them. You can't help them. There's nothing you can do. No matter how hard you try, you will not help them to see anything. They won't understand what you're saying, and the only reason they will come is to take your time. Take your energy. Take you, uh, keep you from being productive. What a wonderful word that was. Because it did happen. It has happened from 2001 to the present. That has uh, truly happened. And uh, the ones that uh, there's one individual you know, I really wanted to ask you a question about this, and then ten seconds later he's telling me about the wonderful things that he's doing. And two hours later, I'm still trying to get a word in. So eventually, God worked it out. There are some people that you will not be able to help. The individuals, that are going to be effective are going to be able to have the will have the discernment should have the discernment to know what spirits are active around them discernment now for those the best counsel I can give you is pray i can't give you better counsel than that that is the ultimate counsel Pray, ask the Lord to be be the best student. Be to class every day. Be ready to 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 to. to, uh, You're going to be. Christ is going to teach you something. Be receptive. Be a good student. Be to class. Be awake. He's your teacher. No one can teach you like He can teach you. I know I was thinking about that term telling my wife a couple of weeks ago about teacher. Well, it's just a teacher because we have teachers when we're in school, college, whatever. Teacher, teacher. Yeah, we have a thought about teacher. No, no, no. No, when they the disciples came to Christ and told Him, teacher? No, this was different. Our thinking is... Uh, we're, we're fallen in our, in our understanding of things. When they came to him and used the word teacher, it was in the highest, highest respect. It was in the sense that there is no one in our world, in our lives, that we know that can teach as perfectly as you. Teacher, there's no one that we can go to. We have found the ultimate teacher. We have found the individual that knows everything. You know everything. This is the spirit in which they were coming. You're teaching us about God the Father. The rabbis have taught us from our youth about Abba. About the God of Israel. About the God of Moses. But you. Have passed them up. They don't know what you know. They're intimidated. The religious teachers are. The Pharisees. They're intimidated by you. Because you're teaching them. And they are the instructors of Israel. Teacher. Teacher. They knew that if they are going to know anything about God, the Father, about the plan of God with Messiah, they realized eventually, this man is telling us about Messiah. And not only is this man telling us about Messiah, but he's telling us that he is Messiah. He's talking to us about our God, God of heaven. And now He's telling us that He is that God of heaven. And He tells us that He created everything. He's telling us that before David was, He was. And that's why David would call Him Lord. The Lord said to my Lord, and this guy, this man, this guy, is. we know there is no one else to follow. We're not following John the Baptist any longer. John the Baptist uh, doesn't, he can baptize, but he's limited to what he can do now. He can, he can uh, cry in the wilderness and warn us to repent. But this man is not only telling us to repent, but that He's going to go away and He's going to come back again and we don't understand it. But He's going to come back and He's going to be a comforter. And He's going to come back and show us all things. So, the Holy Spirit, now in the time in which we live in this last decade, is speaking more now than ever before to His children. He is speaking, I mean, He just, He's Chatty Cathy. I hate to put it that way, but that's just that He is speaking day and night at all times. We're just not listening. Like I said in Deuteronomy 32. Hear, O heaven. Hear, O earth. The God of creation, this, this individual, Jesus Christ, is speaking to the universe. He's speaking to the stars, to the whole universe. He's speaking to the earth, to the creatures of the earth, to mankind best that he the very best is being given to man and all of his speaking is being specifically directed to a small company a small residue of people in the body of Christ that are listening to him that want to know what he has to hear and he's speaking through the Russia the, the conflict in Russia with Ukraine God is speaking clearly to me I see the Russian war coming I see it coming I see Vladimir Putin as the man that God put in place to make Russia as a nation great to so that she can be prepared for the invasion of Israel it won't be not Israel but that area I can see in this country what is happening with these politicians They are setting up an anti-God system. Can you see it? Can you see how clearly God is speaking to us? An anti-God system in the United States of America, a Christian nation. We'll be right back.
4: Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Palti Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit tahibo.teaclub.com. Tahibo is spelled T like Tom, A-H-E-E-B like boy, O, then continue with the word tea and then the word club. The Federal Reserve is in
5: control of our money. But lately, control is the last word you would use to describe the Fed. Emergency rate cuts, huge increases in their balance sheet, the constant blowing of bubbles and boom and bust cycles that just leave most of us busted. I'm Joe Jaquin, owner of the Patriot Trading Group, and we have been protecting people's wealth for almost 25 years. Stop playing the Fed's game and get your wealth protected. Call us at 800-951-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. Hey. Hey,
0: yes, yes you. You. Be sure to listen to Fake in the Truth where Jason and Brian will bring you social media level fakeness Monday through Thursdays at 3 p.m. right here on KHNC 1360 AM and 1360khnc.com.
10: Oh, oh happy day. happy oh, happy day.
1: And as we continue now, uh, so I'm just telling you what is very evident to me. I hope it helps you. You know, this matter of apostasy. I've studied it and heard about it for years and years and years and years. But it really wasn't until the last year where the Lord began to... It has so many facets to it. And you try to sit down and write out what is apostasy. And you try to grasp it. It is so... It's like, how do you describe the fish in the sea, the different life, sea life? You can't. But the best way to explain apostasy is when God's children don't care what their father has to say. It's when the children of God who are having a relationship with the God of heaven become, oh, God is just, you know, there's no joy, just something common, something like you get a toy at Christmas and after a day or two, it's just lost its appeal. This is apostasy. When God's children, (laughs) when God does not appeal to them, when God is just common, when there is no joy or excitement with God, God has nothing to offer. That's apostasy. When you don't want to hear what God has to say, when you should listen, you know it'd be like being warned. You know, don't don't go cross country in the winter time without a spare tire and a full tank of gas and uh, a blanket, things like that in the trunk, just in case you get into trouble. And you don't pay attention the consequences can cost you your life and i'm afraid it's what's happening with the apostasy in this country it is costing many many christians their growth in life they will never they're they're stunted as christians they're stunted you can't tell they're christians they look just like the people of the world that don't know the God, that don't know God, and in some cases the people in the world are actually more. Their conscience is more alive than many of the Christians. I look at, so I look at, I see what's happening within the churches. Within, I, I look as someone who's in a responsible position. I realize the responsibility that I have. And I look at the others that have bigger ministries. They've been in pastors longer or leaders of these assemblies longer. I look at them. I don't care what, where they are in status, the size of what they do, if they're on radio, on television, on internet, on podcast. I don't look at that. I, I look from you who are prophetic who are prophets, that God has called to be part of uh, the watch watchmen, the men who or the, and women that look and make evaluations on what's happening in with God's churches. I, I look at what these individuals say. That's what I'm interested in. What is their doctrine? What are they teaching? Because as I learn what they're speaking about, I know they're, where they're coming from, in their, in their, uh, where they've been, the schools that they've been to, the doctrines that they've been taught. The one I always go back to, the pre-trib rapture. You can't break. You can't break that. That spirit off of their mind. You can't break it. If you're a pre trib rapture believer, I'm gonna tell you, I won't even I won't even try to convince you. I won't I won't show you the scriptures, I won't give you the proof. I know better. That is a spirit. That is something that is affecting your mind. It's a spirit. It's not the Holy Spirit. I'm telling you the truth because eventually when the rapture doesn't take place if you're still alive then that that deceptive lie will be broken but by that time it's going to be too late so I know better than to I have tried for years decades Nothing you can do, nothing you can do. nothing I can do and nothing I want to attempt to do. I just can't. There's no sense in me trying to uh, counsel somebody that believes in that type of thinking. they've got they have a systematic teaching of why they believe what they believe and it's just a subtle twist here and a subtle twist there it's like tuning in you know the shortwave radio with a dial if you don't have the digital that dial you can go a little bit past and then you come back to to catch that signal and you might go the other way it's very difficult the teachings with the pre-trib thought is so sophisticated you can't you're going to you're going to just get caught in a whirlpool you can't get out of it so i don't even attempt i don't even attempt to try to reason with people i just say okay amen well time will tell time will tell i'm just casual like that time is going to tell but in the meantime we go to things where we have definite uh, we can be productive in other areas the matter of salvation people gotta be people must be saved there must be salvation salvation for eternal protection from eternal fire so just learn to work the uh, in the last decade another observation is we all know that there's going to be a system where you can't buy and you can't sell well if you've been watching what's happening with the uh, Federal Reserve there is a new finally it's already been they've been trying to figure it out they've been spending time trying to program this system into the corporations, the companies, Walmart. And it's difficult because how can they make it work? First, what they did is they brought in Bitcoin. That was a DARPA, that was a military, that was a government plan to introduce a currency apart from a physical dollar. Don't think that it was just some guys that were brilliant, that wanted to get out of the coming Federal Reserve System. That wasn't what it was about. This was a plan by the government to bring in digital coin, and they allowed it because what it did is it softened the, the minds of people getting them used to the thought hey <clears throat> i want to get away from i want to get away from government control nations the control of the monetary system of not just america but the nations i'll go to bitcoin and they softened everybody up now people are basically thinking okay I don't want the Federal Reserve System, so I'll go to Bitcoin or the others. It's too bad, too late. Everybody has been softened up, preparing for what's coming. This is going to happen in the next couple of years. So, this is another indicator that we're in the last decade from a Christian's perspective, we will, as a nation, use that system and into the tribulation. And we'll use it. It'll be used by this country, by the corporations, businesses. Then what's going to happen is we can use it, but then in the middle of the tribulation, then the Antichrist is going to take that system and use it as a system of worship. If you take the number, worship the image, then without doing that, you can't buy and sell. So before that time, you can use it and not not uh, swear your allegiance to the beast. But after he takes power and becomes the beast, then it's a different matter. Don't take it. Don't take that number. Don't do it. I had a thought. Somebody told me that, uh, who was it that was saying, a big pastor here in the country said that if you, that Christians can take the mark And then later they can repent of it. I heard that and I about fell down. No. Firstly, a born-again Christian cannot take that mark. The mark is more than a digital. uh, It is more than a silicone chip. It is more than that. There's a deeper implication The mark of the beast, Antichrist, what's going to happen in the principle, this is not going to happen in principle, this is what will happen. Judas Iscariot, he's already possessed by the devil. And then he betrays Christ on the night of the Passover. After the meal, during the meal. Lord, is it I? And Christ says, do what thou must do quickly. Then there's a very interesting thought in that verse. And Satan entered in. What did that mean, and Satan entered in? If he was already possessed, what did Satan enter into? Well, Satan entered into Judas Judas Iscariot's His spirit, body, soul, and spirit. never before had Satan entered into the spirit of a man. Because the spirit, that deep vacuum in every individual, that vacuum is protected. It is there only for the Holy Spirit. When you're born again, that vacuum deep in your being is filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, as a a Christian, my spirit has been filled with the spirit of Christ. There's no room for the spirit of the devil or of Satan to enter in. That vacuum has already been occupied by the Holy Spirit. There's no room for the spirit of the devil. Antichrist, the exact same thing that happened with Judas Iscariot, is going to happen with Antichrist. Satan is going to enter into his human spirit. And the individuals that are Christians, you cannot take the mark of the beast. Um, you Who knows? The Holy Spirit may fall upon you and give you grace and power like you've never had. And you will... Reject it in the face of death at the expense of your life. You won't take it. Only those that have not been born again, that do not have the Spirit of God in them, these are the individuals who can take that mark. And in the same principle, they will never be forgiven. They have sworn their allegiance and it affects them in their physical body it will affect affect them spiritually does Satan enter into them something to that effect and they can never there will be no redemption for them they cannot be redeemed nothing they will be tools now an army of the devil uh, an army that will be destroyed at Christ's coming So Christians cannot receive the mark of the beast. True Christians cannot. The digital system is coming. It's here. They're going to begin to, just like the barcode years ago, they're going to begin to, the machines came out, then the barcode came out, they started putting the code on every item. It happened it's going to happen again now. It's time. We're in the last decade, and um, the signs are proving that we're in the last decade. Now I'm going to I'm going to go back to what I was saying about Israel. And the churches in America are identical in a sense. And in Deuteronomy chapter 32, the Lord was likening, was telling, Moses was telling the children of Israel, You abandoned God. This is in verse uh, 15. You abandoned God. He made you, He called you, you rejected Him. He's the rock who saved you. You made God jealous with the foreign strange god. You and in this country, don't think Christians can't have strange gods. They can. They made sacrifices to demons, not to God. They made sacrifices to gods they'd never known. New gods from nearby. <clears throat> you left God who is your rock, your father. This is Israel who bore you, who begot you. And it's the same with the churches. God, Christ has begotten us and we have abandoned him. You have forgot God who gave you birth. Israel did that and the apostasy is to the elect of God, to the children of Israel and to the body of Christ. When the Lord saw this, he rejected them. His sons and his daughters had made him angry. I'm afraid that the Lord is about to vomit many lukewarm Christians out of his mouth. We'll be back in a second to continue.
11: Socialism, like the ancient ideas from which it springs, confuses the distinction between government and society. As a result, every time we object to a thing being done by government, the socialists conclude we object to it being done at all. We disapprove of state education, and the socialists say we are opposed to any education. Socialism. Frederick Bastiat, The The Law.
2: As the economy tightens, retailers are getting their products in front of thousands of new customers every month. The P.E. Gun Show is a whole family event featuring toys, craft items, food, survival, and hunting accessories. Every show is loaded with potential buyers looking for your products. For table rental information, contact peshows.com or call them at 970-663-9101. The new 90,000 square foot premier events expo center located at the Greeley Mall off Highway 34 is the perfect indoor space to plan your next event. Weddings, graduations, concerts or fairs, this space can accommodate. For leasing information, contact PEShows.com or call them at 970-663-9101. That's shows.com 970-663-9101 and okay.
1: Well, we're done with the second hour of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. Uh, My contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, Post Office Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. And the podcasts are on 1360KHNC.com. And then for the, uh, down to the uh, Olive Tree program, or also for the program through the week that I do here, The Present Truth. The uh, program, The Present Truth, that's out of the book of Peter. And there was a present truth for the Christians. Your sins were forgiven. You had eternal life. You had the grace of God. You're adopted into the family of God. That was a present truth. And it took Peter and all the other, other apostles trying to, year after year, explaining to the believers what happened when they met Christ and what now was available to them. We have everything available to us through the Lord Jesus. Everything. We have eternal life. We have hope in this lifetime. We have direction. Uh, we are people that uh, should that have a rudder, should have a rudder in our lives to know which direction we're going. We have purpose. Now there is a book written years ago, the purpose driven church. Um no, no, no. We are a church with purpose, but we are not a purpose driven church. That is an errant errant thought, errant doctrine, errant ministry, um. We are to be led by the Holy Spirit. We are not to be pushed. Uh, We are to be led. God leads us. Christ leads us. He draws us. He instructs us. We do have a great purpose, but we're not driven by that purpose. Now, one of the groups within this, um, this nation that is driven by a purpose, which is not really a godly purpose, a God purpose, is the uh, national or is the new apostolic reform movement? They are driven because they have adopted uh, this purpose driven church philosophy. They're driven, they're driven to take over the world, to take, take over the nations of the world, to take over the regions of the world, the governments of the world. No. This is going to cause persecution to them, and they're going to cause others to be persecuted too. That is an inaccurate, uh, it is a false doctrine. We are not a purpose-driven church. We are a church that is led. The apostles were led. The Apostle Paul was led to in, in the, the work that he did. He was led here, led there. Not driven, he tried to. He was driven to go into Asia. But then, the Lord counselled him, no, told him no. God had to set things up in Asia. When the time was right, then Paul was called and led into Asia. So we're done with the hour two. We'll be back to continue with hour three in a few minutes. Rick Rodriguez, uh, prayer. Is the key. Be led and pray. Rick Rodriguez.
2: KHNC is proud to carry My Kind CBD products. Products include cocoa, top shelf tinctures, hemp salve, moisturizing lotions, and retinol cream. They also have PET tincture and hemp shampoo for a healthy coat and skin. To see all the CBD products we carry, visit the station at 2 South Parish or check us out online. Go to 1360KHNC.com. Click on the shop button.
5: You're listening to the roar of the Rockies. KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley,
3: Loveland, Fort Collins. Do you want amazing Greek food with a great atmosphere and customer service? Well, Cafe Athens has got your back. Call them at 970-619-8467. Kerry and his team are great supporters of our station, so give them a try right away. They have everything from gourmet burgers, gyros, and overall quality Greek food. Located at the Promenade Shops at Sentara in Loveland. Again, call 970-629-8467. The best traditional Greek food in northern Colorado.
9: here from Saddle Up in Gilcrest, Colorado. We would like to invite you down to our small town store for all your holiday shopping. We have new and used saddles, horse tack, clothing, accessories and more. We also offer gift certificates. We're located at 1003 Ash Street in Gilcrest, right off Highway 85 and County Road 31. You can call us at 303-772-7821 or visit us online at saddleupcolorado.net.
6: Is your fireplace not running right?
12: Do you need maintenance or a fresh new look? I'm Keith, owner and service technician.
9: And I'm Amy, scheduler for Abundant Flame Fireplace and Mechanical,
12: servicing Northern Colorado. We service all brands of gas fireplaces, freestanding and built-in pellet stoves and fire pits.
9: Call Abundant Flame Fireplace and Mechanical at 970-966-0217. Again, 970-966-0217. Or visit us on the web at Abundant-Flame.com. J-Day's Appliance is an independent local appliance dealer focused on Main Street, not Wall Street. We offer top brands at great prices, service, and parts to help you keep your current appliances running. So think outside of the big box and think independent and save at J-Day's Appliance. Located at 132 E7th Street in Loveland, Colorado. Or give us a call at 970-669-1357. You can also visit our website at jdaysappliance.com. That's the letter J days tommy
6: here with tommy's barbers and blades with the holidays fast approaching make sure to get your haircut appointment scheduled now so we can get you all cleaned up before grandma and the turkey day speaking of turkeys if you need a new knife to carve that bird we've got you covered with an exclusive lineup of revo knives lots of different everyday carry options you're sure to find the one that fits your need we're located on fourth and garfield in loveland at 970-617-2158 Or in Mead on I-25 and Highway 66 at 720-745-0783. And as always, live sharp.
12: Hey, this is Mike Ramsey, Ramsey Auto Group. with Steve Pardue. 6175 West 10th Street, Greeley is our new address. Phone number is 970-443-5654. We specialize in used trucks and sport utility vehicles, but mainly trucks.
1: We have extended our hours on Saturdays to 10 to 3 and Monday through Friday, 930 to 530. Serving the Greeley community and the surrounding areas, but we are really proud to call Greeley our home. 970-443-5654,
6: 6175 West 10th Street in Greeley
9: are you prepared for a power outage never be left in the dark again Wagner Electric has proudly partnered with Generac to provide long-lasting generators for your home we have standalone and portable generators in stock now so give us a call for a free estimate at 970-800-3693 if you are constructing or upgrading your home trust our expert electricians to take care of your home the first time We offer services for anything from wiring an unfinished basement to wiring a newly built pole barn. Your electrical system is the heartbeat of your home. So don't risk it and give us a call today to get started at 970-800-3693 or visit us at wagnerelectricco.com. We are located off Highway 85 in Greeley at 1517 2nd Avenue. Wagner Electric sets the standard.
3: Get with it. how far is ever I know that I need to change
1: my ways of living. How far is heaven? Lord can you tell me. Yes, how far is heaven? I really like that song, it's full of life. Young Catholic men, love the Lord. Wonderful, wonderful. In all of God's, all all of His uh, lampstands, there are those that are faithful, fervent, that love Him, that uh, wake up every day to be with Him. They're excited. This is the way God intended it to be. But then you have another enemy out there that wants to take you from God and give you filth. The filth of the world. To give you the worst. To destroy you. To kill you. To steal from you. Steal your time. Steal your energy. Steal everything from you. The adversary. God gives life, the adversary gives death. God gives hope, the other adversary gives misery. God's children, if there was ever a time for them to be fervent for him, is now. I'm I am just I this is, you know, I've, I've lived in the 60s, in the 50s, the very best, the best, and the 60s were just better. The 60s were fantastic. The 70s, oh my gosh, marvelous, marvelous. The 80s, just, you know, the 70s, uh, it just, the music changed. Uh, you got some really bad stuff, but then you got some decent stuff. Then the 90s, uh, okay, turn of the century, not bad. Now we've just gone into sheer hell. The whole world, the nations of the world, have gone into the worst ever. On one hand, you would think it was the best. On the other hand, it's the worst. You come out with this technology for computers, cell phones, uh, social media, you think it's the best. It should be the best, but it's being used for the greatest evil ever in the history of man, mankind. We should be fervent. We we, We should know the great riches of God Himself. Now, you know, I was talking in the last hour and the hour before about trying to get through Deuteronomy 32. Moses is singing a song to the children of Israel. He's telling them, presenting their past, their present, their future, and he's telling them that you are a, uh, you know, this is in verse uh, 17. Here you have the God of heaven and you're sacrificing to demons, not to God, to gods that you hadn't known in the past. And uh, your ancestors didn't fear these gods. You left God who is your rock. You forgot the God who gave you birth. You rejected. You spurned. So God says this. Now here's where it's going to get difficult. For those that are apostate. This is where it's going to get difficult. Apostasy in Israel. Apostasy in the body of Christ. Here's what the Lord says. I saw this and I rejected them. Well, God can't reject His own people, His born-again people. I've done a program on uh, John 15, the branches, and how the branches that don't bear fruit are cut and they're thrown And gathered by men. By people with legs and arms. They're gathered by men. This is the coming persecution to the unfaithful Christians. You're going to be gathered by men. And you're going to be burned with fire. And fire here in the sense in John 15 is tribulation. I've been talking in the first hour and the second hour about tribulation that's coming. The apostate Christians... There is God has a army coming for you. He has individuals in the society going to be given orders to come and gather you together and you're going to be thrown into tribulation. You're going to be burned. the unfaithful. There's going to be hardship even if you're a believer. The Lord promised that, he said you're going to suffer for my name, my name. They persecute me, they'll persecute you. But you're going to have hope. You're going to have the Holy Spirit. You're going to have the strength of Almighty God, the favor of Almighty God, and the things that you speak are going to be so powerful that people are going to go mad. But the others, they're going to just be gathered like dead branches, cast into the fire, into tribulation, and they're going to be burned. Well, God wouldn't do that to His own children. He's going to do it to Israel. You watch. He's going to do it to Israel. Israel as a nation, as a people, are so far from God. There's still a residue with the Jewish people in that area and internationally. There's still a residue that do fear God, that do fear the God of heaven, that do want to do what is right. They want to follow their conscience. But then there's the bulk, the mass of Israel that are going to sign an agreement with the coming Antichrist. They want protection from what Antichrist can do to them, so they're going to make an agreement. And Antichrist is going to turn, and he's going to invade Israel. America is going to invade Israel. America is going to occupy Israel. Antichrist is going to go to Israel and uh, stand in the temple, to declare himself to be God, meaning the spirit of man, that temple, not just the physical building, and declare himself to be man. So, in uh, in this song of Moses, is sung to the children of Israel before they crossed the Jordan River and began to occupy the land that God had given them. But this is also a prophetic type of what's going to happen in the body of Christ exactly at the end of the world, especially in the last decade. Then, here's what he says. They use things that are not God's to make me jealous and worthless idols to make me angry. I'm going to tell you, born-again people, to those that are apostate, To those that are playing games with the Lord that don't want to be faithful that have been deceived by this new apostolic reform movement that has been deceived by false doctrines we're in the time right now of false teachers and these false teachers meaning they're not even Christians but they're teaching Christian doctrine they worship the devil they're the children that worship Satan and they're teaching Christians doctrine from the Bible. <clears throat> then you have false prophets that are prophesying that things are going to get better. You're not going to suffer harm. You're going to be raptured. False prophets. You're going to be raptured. You're going to be taken away from all the harm, the misery to come. Antichrist is coming from another nation, not America. False prophets. Then you have these apostles that self-appointed apostles, apostles that say they're apostles but are not. They're self-appointed. They weren't called by God. We're in the time of great deception. Shepherds, false shepherds that are hirelings, not there to help you grow but there to take your money and to use your time, just like King Saul. I will use a nation, and so he says, "So will you? so I will use those who are not nations to make you jealous. So already Moses is prophesying, and Christ knew this. Christ said, I have another flock that I have to attend to meaning the Gentile people. Moses is saying that God is going to use another flock, another another nation. So he's prophesying to the Jewish people, you're going to be rejected, and another nation is going to be accepted. My anger, Moses is telling them there in verse 22 of Deuteronomy chapter 32. My anger has started a fire that burns down to the place of the dead, to Sheol. A fire that burns all the way down to the, through the ground into the underworld. This is how angry I, God, am. I will burn up the ground, the earth, the crops. I will set fire to the base the foundations of the mountains. This is what's coming to the world. I will pile troubles upon them and shoot my arrows at them. This is what He's going to do to His own children, the Jewish nation, the nation of Israel, and the churches. They will be, they will be starved and sick. You don't fear God. We don't fear God. I'm going to destroy them by terrible diseases. This is at the end of the world. This was coming to Israel, but Moses is also singing to Israel at the end of the world and to the church at the end of the world in a type. I will send them vicious animals gliding poisonous snakes they crawl in the dust in the streets the sword will kill in their homes there will be terror young men women and women will die there will be babies and so are the babies and the gray-haired men they're going to die I will scatter them. I will dash them to pieces, as I said. And no one will remember these that are par- that perish. I cause their memory. I will cause their memory to cease from among, among, the humans. This is what is coming. So Moses is singing a song to them, because he sees what's going to happen in the future. And he sees how God, his God, the I am that I am, is angry to the churches of God, evangelical churches specifically. I guess I better include Catholics, Lutherans, Episcopalian, all the Protestants, every church, every assembly, the ancient, the old, the old churches the old denominations the Greek churches all of them I have to include everyone that God is speaking return to him you don't have time to fool around Life is serious, and those that are apostate, the Lord will, will not fool with them. If they don't want to know the truth, He decides how they're going to be deceived. He arranges the environment, work out things, and puts in their lives, people, things, events to deceive them. They'll be deceived. And then at some point, they're going to cry to God. They're going to call out. They're going to beg. They're going to plead. God won't hear them. The Holy Spirit is not going to hear them. You know, judgment comes first to the house of God, the household of God. We are going to be punished first. Before God can punish the nations as a righteous God, he must punish his own people. Israel, punishment is coming. To the churches, all all, the lamp, all of the lampstands in this country, persecution is coming, hardship, punishment is coming. This is not a word. It's it's a it's a normal thought, a normal natural understanding with me. I understand it. I I naturally under i see it to others you may think this is this is just too difficult too hard to imagine regardless you have to consider it you need prayer prayer if what i'm saying is true then there's no time to waste Just begin to make it turn back to the Holy Spirit. And it just really starts very simply in the heart. Very simple. It doesn't take days and days and days of lamenting and this and that and all this. No. It's a matter of deep in your heart just saying honestly, Lord Jesus, I am going to need your help. I have no place to begin. I don't know where to start. I've been away from you. What do I do to come back to you? Help me. Please, I want to come back. I don't want punishments. I don't want to be judged. I want to be productive. I want to be a Christian that is productive, a believer that glorifies you. I want to be salt, I want to be light. It just begins with simple prayer. The best prayers, the most powerful prayers, are the simple prayers. Simple prayers that are just very honest. You know, one thing is hard for a Christian that has really got a lot of momentum going and they're just moving. I know from experience. There are times when I'm just man. I am full stride with the Lord, but then the Lord will come to me, and I'll I'll just think, whoa, 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 whoa. I want to make sure I don't slip into my natural self. I don't want to slip into any type of pride, and I don't want to be arrogant about things. In fact, when it's your when you're at your full spry, at your full stride. That, if you will have the sense to realize you need to stay in that momentum but also be, be, be very aware that that is where you need humility. That is the place where humility will keep you balanced. God doesn't want to slow you down. The Apostle Paul and the Apostles they didn't slow down once they began their ministries, they, they moved at full speed. They had a stride. They kept that, that momentum. But they had a humility, a fear of the Lord, just knowing that they had to keep everything balanced in the Lord. Everything had to be balanced. And... Uh, King David, I was telling somebody this week that King David he knew that as he was getting these victories in his battles, the spoils he was bringing spoils in uh, like you can't just like going out to a river and finding gold. At victory after victory after victory, the spoils that were coming in, David has spoils that were his possessions eventually. And uh, David knew how prosperous he was going to be. He knew that God was going to enrich him financially with valuable things. And I can't remember in the Psalms where David said, my prosperity will not hinder me. My prosperity will not hinder me. In other words, he would have balance no matter how much he had in his hand. What was valuable in a cave, it wasn't going to hinder him. He, was, he knew his purpose. He knew what he was called to do. He knew that he was the king, going to be the king. And no matter what wealth would come to him, it was not going to affect him. He was going to continue with the Lord. Nothing was going to affect him. It's the same with us. Our prosperity, the blessings, the good things, the bad things, nothing should interfere with our momentum in the Lord. Once you have momentum, just continue. And uh, don't let anybody interfere. And uh, there was another thought, I'm trying to remember, what was I going to say? Uh, Oh, the punishment, the hardships that Moses is telling the children of Israel Here's what's going to come. And it did come to Israel. I'm going to send them vicious animals, snakes. In the streets, sores are going to kill. In their homes, there's going to be terror. Young men, women will die. So will the babies, the old haired men. I'm going to scatter them, dash them to pieces. To, their memories are going to be forgotten. But I didn't want the... But here's the key right here. Verse 27. Deuteronomy 32. So, God was going to use the nations. He was going to use snakes, environment. But then He says, interestingly, Verse 27. But I did not want the enemy to brag or to, I did not want the uh, enemy to misunderstand. God was going to use the nations to punish Israel, but He didn't want the nations to think, good, now we have, a, there are, these children of Israel are out of God's hand, they are ours to do with what we want, and now God is out of the equation. When the hardship comes to this country to the churches in the tribulation yes God is going to use the society but just like what he told Israel he doesn't want the uh, children of the devil to misunderstand yes God will use the children of the devil but don't misunderstand don't think that the children of Israel, or don't think that the children of God, the churches, don't think that they're still not God's people. No, they are. Don't misunderstand, is what he's telling the occult world. You're going to have an opportunity. You'll be given power to gather the branches together and burn them. But don't forget, they're still my children. And... So Moses is telling the children of Israel that uh, Israel, you don't ha- you're a nation, you don't have any sense, you don't understand. I wish they were wise and understood this. I wish they could see what will happen to them. But then the Lord is saying, I want these people that will persecute my children Israel or my believers. I want them to understand that I will begin to punish them, too. So we'll be back in just a minute to go on with the last 30 minutes of the program.
2: The globalists say resistance is futile. Will you choose to accept your slavery or declare your liberty? Find out how on Pac-Man and the Rev, Saturdays from 1 to 2. Sometimes the truth hurts.
5: It's just extra fire.
9: It's just extra fire. Wagner Electric has the generator to meet your needs. Call now for a free estimate 970 800 3693. We have everything from standalone generators to portable generators in stock. There is also financing available. We also have an outstanding service department that will offer anything from wiring a pole barn to wiring in new smart switches to create a smart home, as well as electrical inspections. Please call us at 970-800-3693 or visit us at our website at wagnerelectricco.com. We are located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley. Wagner Electric sets the standards.
8: Hi, Bob Cambrin here with Waterworks. All water has impurities. Clean, healthy water without chemicals and other impurities is foundational for a healthy body. At Waterworks, we provide long term solutions to make your water safe and ideal for as little as $25 per month. Call or text today. Bob Cambrin, 303 888 8891. 303
2: 888 8891. JD the Colorado
1: Deplorable here to tell you about Swamp Fight. Right here on AM 1360 KHNC Radio. Saturdays from noon to one. Join me as we do battle in the D.C. Swamp. Well, we're in the last 30 minutes of today's program. Contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, Eight zero five zero two, and the podcasts are on thirteen sixty khnccom dot com for the Tree Ministry and for the Present Truth program. And again, thank I want to thank everybody for your your financial help and your prayers. Thank you, both are are appreciated, both are vital. Thank you very much. Um, <clears throat> you know. We don't want to talk about things that are negative and, you know, that. But the thing is, we have to tell the truth. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And people that don't fear the Lord, they don't have any wisdom. But when an individual fears God, and like with many Myself, many that I know, family, friends, other, others that are in ministry, we all have the common denominator. I had a visit a couple of weeks ago with, with uh, Brother Mel Johnson and uh, his guest there at All Nations Church on Sunday afternoon, and we were just visiting, and we realized that we have the one common denominator between us. We fear the Lord. We don't take God casually. We fear him. We honor him. We respect him. You know, uh, the honor that he is due. We, we do give him the honor due him. We fear the Lord. And because of our attitude in our relationship with the Lord, we have freedom, we have joy. We are blessed, above, beyond blessed. We, don't, we can't phrase it. We don't have the words. And we're grateful. At all times, we're grateful. And uh, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And to, the, to this audience, you know, to know what is coming, To see what is coming, that is God's will. It's God's will that you know His will. It's His will that you know that America is in the Bible. Revelation chapter 18, Revelation 17, uh, many verses, Isaiah 47, uh, Jeremiah 51, 52, depending, you have to discern. If Jeremiah is talking about ancient Babylon or end day Babylon, you have to have that discernment. Many, many other verses throughout the scripture talking about Babylon. And uh, in the end of the, at the end of the world, the scriptures talk about two nations Babylon and Israel. These are the two most discussed nations in the book of Revelation and the Scripture. Yes, China is going to be discussed in Revelation, I think, is 16. Armageddon. But America and Israel are discussed because without America, Israel did not come into, was not rebirth. There was no rebirth of Israel without America. It's been America that has helped Israel from 1948, even prior to that, to some degree, to the present, to uh, help Israel to become the nation that she's, she is presently. We would give them technology, military equipment, and they tweak it and make it even better. They have to, because they're they're fighting for their lives as a nation. But Israel and America, the two most talked about nations in the last decade, in the last hundred years. These two work together. Israel and America, there's going to be an agreement signed that's going to start the seven years of tribulation. it's not going to be with EU the is the uh, document that Israel signs will not be with the EU, will not be with NATO, I'm sorry, not NATO, uh, the UN, won't be with the Arab nations. That document will be with the United States of America. And the individual that's leading this country at that time, that signs that agreement to make this agreement, this treaty with death and hell, that Christians is the Antichrist and uh, there are many thoughts beliefs that well that that uh, agreement really is not necessary no it is necessary it has to be signed between Antichrist and Israel and that it exists already and everything uh, internationally things are happening Israel is getting ready for the great war where she takes out. this is the war in uh, Psalm 83. I believe it is 83. I've gone over it and 80 verse 80 chapter 82, chapter 83 of the Psalms 83 is talking about uh, King David is crying out Lord, You've got to protect us from our enemies that are conspiring to destroy us. That dialogue with the terrorist groups surrounding Israel presently, that is the dialogue. It's happening. We know about it because it's in Revelation. I'm sorry. It's in Psalms 83. They are talking. They are planning still to clean Israel off the earth off the face of the earth, the Jewish people, to take over their land. It's coming. We're not too far off. I wonder what's going to happen next year. Uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, I had talked in the past that I believe it would be Benjamin Netanyahu would be a prime minister to take Israel to the battle. And she's going to be victorious. And then Netanyahu was defeated, but now he's returned. And I believe that he's going to be the one to take Israel into the victories that she's going to have. And those victories are going to force Russia when Israel clears out the terrorist groups in Lebanon, in Syria, in Jordan, Western Saudi Arabia, Uh, and the Gaza Strip up along the uh, West Bank. When Israel takes out all those enemies, it's going to force Russia and the other nations to respond and to follow with an additional war shortly thereafter. I wonder if we could be next year in 83. Are we getting ready? Because once this war is done with Israel then the Gog-Magog war takes place. Once it's done, Antichrist should be in power in this country. So I'm watching what's happening in this country in the White House. And I would say, you need to watch too. Be aware of these things. It is God's will that you know His will. That is God's will for you, each one of you that his, he, his will is that you will know His will. I repeat this. I'm redundant. Uh, but there are new listeners coming in. And I just, as I feel to be led and present what I feel to present, I have to just be faithful to that. I'm watching. I'm presenting to you what I sense, what I see, what I understand. My interpretation of the of the prophetic word, of the prophecies for our time, I'm instructed by the Scripture to do that. I'm instructed to present what I see. And uh, Paul the Apostle basically said that in Corinthians, that let every man's doctrine be known, because God is going to establish those that are seeing and understanding things in a correct way. Prophecy. <clears throat> the prophecies of the Bible. They are accurate. They can't be changed. They will come to pass. It's accurate forecasting. It's the way I put it. Whether people. They forecast. There are the prophets. The apostles. Christ. They forecast. They told what was coming. And that forecasting is accurate. 100% accurate. It cannot be changed. It will come to pass. This is the advantage we believers in the body of Christ have. We have the understanding and the insight into the Word of God. This is a great blessing. We have available to us the plans of God for each generation. Plans of God for the societies of the world, the nations of the world. This is an advantage that we have. I've talked about this on The Present Truth, that the governments of the world, they study the Bible. Uh, There was a talk of two prophets in Israel walking around prophesying, and uh, officials wanted to find out from the gentleman, there was—I forget who it was. It was I heard a program? I think it was Steve Quayle. I forget, but anyhow, all of a sudden, the guest of Quayle's—they, um, somebody came to see him, knocked on the door, said, "Hey, we want to know what are the names of these two witnesses." See, the governments of the world are threatened by Christianity, and they should be, because Christ said that uh, He is going to come. And he's going to destroy, punish the leaders of the world. And the nations of the world are going to become his possession. He's going to inherit the coming millennial kingdom. And the governments of the world are threatened. Herod was threatened when Christ was born. Pharaoh was threatened when Moses was born. The Jewish people had been talking. The Messiah, the Deliverer is coming. And Pharaoh knew about it. So Pharaoh, Pharaoh went out to find out who this individual was, could not allow that individual to live, so he began to kill all the children, the male children of Egypt. It's the same today. The, ho- the governments of the world are hostile to the churches of God because we have an insight into time and events that they don't have. We see things, know things because we're God's children. They want to know what we know so they can stop God's plan. It can't be stopped. There's accurate forecasting then I say that there is inaccurate interpretation. In the prophetic world, all these people, in the world of the prophecies, making predictions, giving interpretations, and they're supposed to do that. It's the responsibility of the people that listen to these, these men that, are, that have these uh, ministries to listen to what they have to say and to watch see how accurate they are so the interpretation that's where we are presently the interpretation my interpretation of Antichrist and where he comes from is different from other people but nevertheless Paul instructed my doctrine, I need to present my doctrine to you so that you know what I think, what I feel, my interpretation. Then it'll be tested. And many times, uh, you know, I've thought certain things and as time would go on, I think, you know, actually, this is really as a better understanding And I thought this would happen, but no, I don't think it's going to happen. I think this is going to happen. I've had to make some adjustments, but they weren't the type of things where I prophesy, thus saith the Lord, that trash can must be black, will be black when it's brought to this facility. No, I'm not prophesying that way. I'm presenting things knowing that I've got to give some ground for change on some things, some things I just don't see clearly, but on other things I see very clearly and that's what I must present. America is in the Bible. America is Babylon the great of the end of the world. that I can't not fudge on that I must present. Antichrist will become will be an American what we would call president. He's going to return and he will, sign an agreement in the future, or as soon as as he returns to power, he's going to sign an agreement with Israel after the Russian war is over, and uh, we will know who he is. The prophetic people, God is instructing them that once that agreement is signed, the seven-year period of tribulation begins. And God's time clock and God's calendar, we're on a new calendar. We're not going to be on the present, we can't prophetic people. We have to be on God's time calendar. His calendar will be, the years will be 360 days. The day will begin at sundown. And start at sundown. And we'll be on a new... And we're going to count days. We're going to count the days from that period. From that point. And in the middle, 1,260 days later, exactly three and a half years, with the Jewish 30-day time period for the calendar, on the 1,261st day, now the Great Tribulation has begun. That's the way it's going to be with God's prophetic people. That will be the way it's done in Israel. And who is going to keep that time schedule? The believers. The Christian people. The believers in Israel. The believers in the rest of the world. We must see things from that perspective. On the day that that agreement is signed, the that day, the Tribulation has begun. It'll be 1,260 days, and the first half of the tribulation is over. That next day, 1,260 days, will be the great tribulation. That'll be the period of the greatest martyrdom of God's children ever. And the destroying and murdering of the people of the world. That will be that period of time, where Antichrist is known as the, as the uh, beast. Okay, a few more minutes. We'll be done for today. Just my interpretation. We'll be back, Rick Rodriguez.
4: Hey, guys, it's Charlie Joe with Charlie Joe Chai. I went to India. I tasted real chai. I had to share the experience. Over 20 years ago, I was a barista, and I went to work with an orphanage, and that's where I first tasted the epiphany of flavor. We are featured in all the Ziggy's coffee shops, and we're also online, charliejoechai.com. The best part is we're now helping that orphanage in India and rescuing kids from the horrors of human trafficking. Order now using coupon code KHNC for a 10% discount reasons to own gold reason number 725
5: the government goes out of its way to make you believe social security has an account with your name on it with money just for you but the supreme court ruled that payments due under social security are not property rights and are not protected social security is merely a tax and the government is under no obligations to pay you anything call the patriot trading group 800-951-0592 or visit all american
13: That's WarriorsRevolution.com.
10: Hi, Chad here with Liberty Communications. Do you have an outdated phone system? Is your service with a large carrier that doesn't care about you? Are you sick and tired of waiting on hold only to be routed to a call center out of the country? Then you need our help. We answer our phones live and know our clients by name. Let us provide your company a no-charge phone and Internet evaluation. Call 720-399-0233 or learn more at libertybts.com.
11: Are you done with the Democrats and the Republicans and with criminals running and ruining everything? Are you tired of the millions of unconstitutional laws they've created and foisted upon you? How about all the crimes they get away with regularly that go unpunished? Is your vote even going to count the way you intended it? If you're done with these games and want the Constitution actually enforced for real, then join us at
1: TacticalCivics.com. Well, we're done with the three-hour program. And one final time, the content, my contact information is Ministry. P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado 80502. And the podcasts are 1360khnc.com. And then to the podcast and Olive Tree Ministry for the Sunday program. And the present truth for the Monday through Friday 2 to 3 program. Christ said that, that um, or, or James said, Does any man lack wisdom? Well, let him ask of God, and God will give it to him freely. This is a time where God's children more than ever need wisdom. Not natural wisdom, not just logic, but wisdom via the Holy Spirit. Everything through the Holy Spirit. When you pray, pray in spirit. When you pray and ask God and don't do not be ashamed. This is a time when more than ever you need to pray for yourselves uh, selfishly. Be selfish. Pray for yourself. Pray that God protect you. Pray that God keep you. Pray that God protect and keep everybody that you love. Pray that God give you wisdom. Pray that pray that God will counsel you on the decisions that you're making that they will be decisions that will pass the test of time. There are many devices in a man's heart, but the counsel of the Lord, that will stand. You have three job opportunities. Don't just take the one that you feel the most... Uh, uh, that that, that Pray about all three of them. Door number one, door number two, door number three. Lord, which door was ordained from the foundation of the world for me to walk through? Lord, what was ordained from the foundation of the world pray that way pray Lord uh, I don't want to make mistakes Lord lead me not into temptation deliver me from evil Uh, be a guard to my mouth give me the words of my lips give me the composure which has great value help me Lord in everything I need help more than ever before if you're needy if you really need help you can have a million dollars you can be very wealthy I was with a group of people in Scottsdale, young people. These people were wealthy, and they are in their early 30s, late 20s. And one of the sisters, she's her little boy, five years old. She goes, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I want my boy to be protected. The world is so powerful. What do I do to protect him? Another sister, she has a son that's like 16, 17. She goes, I, I, I have the same concern. What do I do? How do I protect my child? How do I keep them? They're Christians, but how do we protect them? This, the wealthy people need God's help. The poor people need God's help. Everybody, men, women, old, young, educated, non-educated, wealthy, not wealthy, poor, uh, black, white, Asian, doesn't matter. We all need God's help like never before, ever. We need God's help. And the only thing I can do is to pray that God, God gives you the very, very best. May God give you the wisdom that you need. May God keep you. May God protect you. May God just be everything that you need at this time in life. God bless you. I'll talk to you next week. Rick Rodriguez.
2: Hey, folks, as a CBD user, I can attest to its effectiveness. And now my kind CBD products are available at the station. You'll see tinctures, salves, lotions, creams, coffee, cocoa tea, and much more. You'll even find CBD retinol cream. KHNC also carries my kind pet products, including shampoo and tincture, allowing your best friend to enjoy the same benefits of CBD that you do. The best price is the best quality and all THC-free. MyKind CBD, CBD as nature intended it.
5: You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley,
4: Loveland, Fort Collins.
9: At Life Choices, we are helping women and men choose life.